you are listening to the ethically immoral podcast it is our preface edition my name is mike and i am the host of this very very fine podcast thank you so much for coming through hanging out with us for a few minutes we appreciate you investing some of your valuable quarantine time in us this morning uh, this afternoon or this evening depending on when you've decided to listen either way we appreciate your presence and your energy you can find us on instagram at ethically immoral again that's at ethically immoral on instagram you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ethically immoral podcast, facebook.com slash ethically immoral podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash the Mecca lounge, twitter.com slash the Mecca lounge. If you want to be featured on the podcast or if you have recorded spoken word material, you want played here send us an email along with your contact information and your bio our email address is podcast at the 663.com podcast at the 663.com now i do need to make you aware that 663 is spelled out no numbers uh, please make sure you write down that information. We want to make sure that your emails are received successfully. All right. So before we go into our introduction, letting you know who we are, what our goals are and how we are going to work together to attain those goals. Want to go ahead and get into some spoken word. We rely on that heavily here. Uh, so sit back, relax, get that heart pumping, that blood flowing, and I'll be back with you in just a few. On evaluating black privilege, black privilege is the hung elephant swinging in the room is the memory of a slave ship praying for the Alzheimer's to kick in. Black privilege is me having already memorized my nephew's eulogy, my brother's eulogy, my father's eulogy, my unconceived child's eulogy. Black privilege is me thinking my sister's name safe from that list. Black privilege is me pretending like I know Trayvon Martin on a first name basis. It's me using a dead boy's name to win a poetry slam. It's me carrying a mouthful of other people's skeletons to use at my own convenience. Black privilege is the concrete that holds my breath better than my lungs do. Black privilege is always having to be the strong one. It's having a crowbar for a spine. It's fighting even when you have no more blood to give, even when your bones carried you, even when your mother prayed for you, even after they prepared your body for the funeral. Black privilege is being so unique that not even God will look like you. Black privilege is still being the first person in line to meet him. Black privilege is having to have the same sense of humor as Jesus. 
Remember how he smiled on the cross? The same way Malcolm X laughed at his bullet and there I go again, asserting my black privilege using a dead man's name without his permission. Black privilege is a myth, is a joke, is a punchline. Is the time a teacher asked a little boy what he wanted to be when he grew up and he said alive is the way she laughed when she said there's no college for that and it's tiring, you know? For everything about my skin to be a metaphor, for everything black to be pun intended, to be death intended, black privilege is the applause at the end of this poem, is me giving you a dead boy's body and you giving me a 10, is me being okay with that. And I tried writing a love poem the other day, but my fingers wouldn't move. My skin started to blister like it didn't trust me anymore. Like it thought I was trading in this noose for a pearl necklace. Some days I'm afraid to look into the mirror for fear that a bullet George Zimmerman its way into my chest while I was asleep. The breath in my mouth is lucky enough to scare a courtroom. I'll be lucky if I'm alive to make it to the stand. For some people, their trials live longer than they do. Black privilege is knowing that if I die, at least Al Sharpton will come to my funeral. At least Al Sharpton will mason jar. My mother's tears remind us that the only thing we are worthy of is our death. We are judged by the number of people it takes to carry. Our caskets, black privilege, is me thinking that's enough. It's me thinking this poem is enough. Black privilege is this. Is this breath in my mouth right now? It's me standing right here with a crowd full of witnesses to my heartbeat. that go place to place and not make a penny but hoping someone will give them one for their thoughts cause thoughts are all that poets have to give so you hope that someone will at least give you something especially after the landlord gave you an eviction notice so after stressing you flip that piece of paper over scribble some lines and nine times out of ten you keep it because you have to deal with both sides of that paper now on one side of that paper is the date where you gotta have all your stuff out that house but on the other side is a poem not just any poem but a poem that becomes the soundtrack to your sanity instead of having a nervous breakdown you broke down your struggles with a pen and set your sadness and sorrows with a stanza or a sonnet in hopes to make tomorrow a better day some say you better pray Cause having that stress can prey on your soul So pour out your soul to a soul that will listen Going place to place, emptying out your soul And sometimes leave with empty pockets But you wouldn't trade in that therapy session That some people call reciting a poem For anything in that moment is priceless This, this is for the people that don't know that they are poets 
And at some point in English class, you flip past the poetry section to section yourself away to say that poetry ain't for me or poetry's boring. Those who never seen themselves soaring in the blue skies, resting on white clouds, wearing a white tee with all whites and a white fitted hat that reads free. Those who never seen themselves wearing that same outfit on a stage or a platform, mic or no mic, only because they never seen themselves. But if you can see yourself, you'll free yourself. Instead of ripping your hood, you put on a hoodie, write a poem, and make a movement. Cause once you see somebody giving you their heart, souls are moving. And it don't cost that much to do it. Just go down to the dollar store, get a pack of pens, and a composition notebook for two dollars, and some change for a chance to change somebody's life. In that moment, it's priceless. And this, this is for me. Ever since I was a fetus in Pearl Reba's womb, visualizing this day, hoping someone write a poem to inspire me to write a poem to inspire change in somebody's life, screaming for it to come out. Cause the only outlet is this poetry. When you feel like a penguin without a heart song, till you move your happy feet to the beats and the rhymes, the hopes of having a better day. Till you write a poem with every debt notification and every bill, till the world knows that you only owe them the sincerity of your words. And yeah, early in life, you may thought poetry was boring, but it take you going to some things, putting it down on paper that you're going through some things, to make it all worthwhile, and your poets, oh we may feel like our poems are worth millions, but until someone give you the last five dollars to purchase your CD, despite them being a paycheck away from being homeless, that moment is priceless. I've made women of the highest value question their worth. I spent years talking bad about my dad and my poems only to grow up and realize that I'm a lot more like him than I care to admit. I'm confusing. Kind of like a black Rubik's Cube. A walking storefront display with pretty good presentation. I've spent my late nights carving my name into the warmth of women's hearts only to leave them standing outside in the cold, tapping on a glass window that guards mine as soon as I'm ready to open, but I never will. Instead, I'll continue to get by on my packaging while breaking them down just so I never have to deal with the fragile pieces inside of me that have been broken. I've had a woman while having women. Like to consider myself a man of fashion, but honestly, I couldn't tell you the brand of a woman's pants unless you showed me the interior of her denim and I wake up every morning, look myself in the mirror and say, I'm not like the rest of the men because I don't use my poetry to get them. But the truth is, you won't fall in love with me. You'll fall in love with my image. I am the best magic trick you have ever seen. A puppet master to a woman's emotions. I hate being judged, have a hard time receiving love, and I'm still working on finding me. I spent countless years with women convincing them they were the one, only to abruptly leave them, finally find the woman of my dreams, wake up every morning and look at my ring, and because of my guilt, I can't help but feel like God is teasing me. Because it's hard to believe after all the lying and cheating I've done, he put one on this earth who still actually believes in me. Hi, my name is Prentice Powell, and this isn't a poem. I'm just working on being honest. All right, welcome back. That last piece that you heard is entitled Confession. That was performed by Prentice Powell. Uh, you can contact Prentice on Instagram at Prentice Powell 1906. 
can also find him on Twitter at follow Prentice, or you can visit his website, theprenticepowell.com. Prior to that, uh, that was priceless. That was performed by Moody Black. You can follow Moody on Twitter at I am Moody Black. Catch him on Instagram at I am Moody Black. Or you can visit his website at, you guessed it, I am Moody Black dot com. And finally, the initial piece that you heard, the first piece that you heard is entitled Black Privilege. That was performed by Crystal Valentine. You can catch Crystal on Instagram at Crystal Valentine 94 or you can visit her website, Crystal Valentine Poetry dot com. Now, if you missed any of that, you can find that information on our Twitter page. And again, that is at the Mecca Lounge or you can get that information on our Facebook page. And that is Facebook dot com slash ethically immoral podcast. Now about our project, our podcast. Why are we here? Well, I'm glad that you asked. (laughs) So the purpose of this project, the goal of this project is to encourage and support up and coming spoken word artists, poets and authors, not necessarily in that order, um, (laughs) who right now might not have the ability to reach a larger audience and to encourage and support established artists who may be looking for ways and outlet to reach or connect with their fans to you. Quite frankly, there aren't a lot of outlets right now, at least from what we can tell uh, that focuses on this genre um, that focuses on allowing creative minds to get their creative work out to the masses. And we want to be one of those options. So in addition uh, to the recorded spoken word performances, like you just heard, uh, we'll also be bringing you exclusive in-depth conversations with your favorite authors and artists. And those fresh ones that I talked about earlier, uh, who at some point, will become one of your favorites as well. You can bet on that for sure. So ultimately, we're here to support, we're here to encourage, and we are here uh, to promote. So we encourage you uh, to connect with us via social media. Uh, We encourage you to email us your questions, your comments, your suggestions, your constructive criticism, and your compliments. We do accept those. Um, and, uh, to send us information about artists that you feel needs to be promoted, that you feel needs to be supported. That's what we're here for. So, um, again, our email address is podcast at the six dot com. podcast at the six sixty three. Uh, .com to send us their information. Let them know that you're sending us their information too because we'll reach out and contact them and they'll want to know how do, how do we get their information, basically. So uh, you might want to let them know. In addition to that, we ask that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. So that way you are notified when the next chapter drops. 
we also uh, ask that you strongly suggest that your friends, your family, your associates and your enemies subscribe to the podcast as well. Uh, now, as of right now, we anticipate debuting in May, early May, and uh, we plan on dropping one episode per week. Now, the day of the week and the day in May have yet to be determined. But if you follow us on social media, uh, you will be the first to know. Well, along with everyone else who follows us on social media, but you'll be the first to know uh, when you can expect uh, our next episode. So. Uh, so that I believe is it. But before I get out of here, I do want to take time out to uh, thank and express my appreciation to uh, those who have made this podcast possible. Uh, first, I want to thank you, the listener, for coming through and again, hanging out with me for uh, about 18, 19, 20 minutes or something like that. I've kind of lost track of time now, but um, I appreciate you being here and um, I Hope that you enjoyed the, uh, well, this, <laughs> uh, your subconsciousness, um, enjoyed this. They already let me know. They just haven't told you yet. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, I also want to thank my writing family at TML. Um, you guys have been so supportive of me for, a lot of years we've been together for a long fucking time and uh i love you all like brothers and sisters in writing of course well no i take that i love you all like brothers and sisters um so thank you for the support and hopefully you're proud of this podcast uh at least so far um hopefully this meets the uh level of greatness and excellence that we have established over the years. Uh, if not, let me know that too. Uh, I'm willing to swallow my medicine. So anyway, thank you for listening again, subscribe and, uh, yeah.